Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stickers on the Mic podcast. I'm Megan, and I'll be your host for today. I'm on the marketing team with the rest of our podcast crew, and today I'm very fortunate to get to sit down with a special guest, Kim Pinkerton, with Aloha Trading Company, a new store right here in Longmont, Colorado. Kim, why don't we kick things off by having you tell us a little bit about Aloha Trading Company, what type of store is it, and what inspired you to open your your store here in Longmont? Uh, We are a men and women's uh, consignment clothing store. We're located right downtown on Main Street in Longmont. Um, It's my husband and I who decided to open the store together. And I'm trying to think of the best way to start explaining this. Um, I guess I've always loved hunting for bargains and Mm -hmm. hunting for that little treasure that you find ever since like I was a kid. My mom and I used to shop together and do this um, at a store in our hometown. And it's something I've always enjoyed doing. And then when we moved to Colorado a few years ago, I realized how um, big this industry was and how much, and I just really got involved in it, um, Mm -hmm. mostly just shopping um, consignment and secondhand for myself all the time. Um, My, I have twin girls and we're part of a, a twins club that has um, a consignment sale a couple times a year. And so okay. I got really involved with that and just really enjoyed it and just enjoyed the community of it, mm-hmm. um, the like the resale of it and the reusing of everything rather than just kind of the waste of buying new and then getting rid of it again right away. Giving a second life to things as they come your way or yes. they go to someone else. Yes. And you know, I grew up doing a lot of um, like donations and and things like that, and this is just kind of a nice um, kind of middle ground. Also, mm-hmm. so we actually we have a large donation section as well that we um, give our consigners an option to con- um, to donate their things afterwards if oh, they nice. don't sell or if it's something that we don't choose to put out. And so we have several groups that we donate to on a regular okay. basis um, because there's that. Uh, where some people want to be able to donate but aren't really sure what avenue to go through or Mm -hmm. don't even feel comfortable to on their own. So we try and, I guess, make a smoother avenue for them. Oh, that's nice. What groups do you find yourself donating to the most frequently or do you just try to kind of balance it across as many as you can? Right now, the two that we focus with are our center, okay, um, right downtown in Main yep. Street. And then also LifeBridge Church has a singles mom or <laughs> single moms program where several times a year they put up basically a little boutique for single moms to come in that they can shop for themselves, for their children. Mm-hmm. And they just set that up. And my feeling was a lot of times when you get donations, it's just the worn out, really unstylish, just what no one wants anymore. And mm-hmm. I, this is just a nice way to give them something that's nice and stylish. And just because it didn't sell in our store, it's still a really nice 
option. And so they mm-hmm. can still have really nice things. That's fantastic. So. As a daughter of a single mom, I think that's a really great idea. I know that that wasn't always the easiest thing sometimes as, you know, you've got one parent and it's also just a busy, hectic life. And yeah. it's nice to find a small community mm-hmm. with that type of way to support it. That's wonderful. Um, so the name Aloha. Yes. That's very Hawaiian, (laughs) as many people know. Um, What is the inspiration behind that? There, it's kind of two two things. Um, Mainly, it's the, my husband's a graphic designer. He's always done a lot of conceptual design work, um, loves the meaning behind things. And so he actually came up with it. Um, We liked the double meaning of Aloha, meaning hello and goodbye. Mm -hmm. And we thought it was kind of a fun twist on consignment where you're saying goodbye to your old things and hello to something new that you liked. Um, The other reason is Hawaii is very close to my heart. We used to live there um, prior to coming to Colorado. Ah, nice. Um, Yes. So we lived there for about seven years, and I was a marine biologist there. Okay. And came to Colorado, and being completely landlocked, you know, this is – my new venture. Yeah. <laughs> so they're totally different. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it just allows us to keep, I guess, that kind of close. And if you come into our store, there's a lot of marine life inspiration mm-hmm. and ocean ties to it. Oh, well, I will definitely have to stop into your store. Your story, <laughs> that's fantastic. My best friend was actually a marine biologist oh. on Maui for about four years. Really? And she now lives in uh, Golden. Okay. She's from Colorado, too. So there is something to the Hawaii and the Colorado. There and is. There's a lifestyle similarity and kind of just the culture and the welcoming nature of the people, yes. I think. is It's yeah. fun. It's this nice. This has been a really good Look, like landing spot for us with coming back. Awesome. We really love Colorado. Nice. Um, so consignment. Yes. We're working mainly with people bringing you things. Yes. And how do you maintain your inventory and keep up with it? And what happens if you get too much? <laughs> well, when we started, we weren't really sure if we were going to have enough. And we did a lot of shopping and sourcing beforehand. Mm-hmm. And all of the research we had found was said, don't worry, the consigners will come. Right. That's going to be your biggest fear. And I thought, I don't know that I trust that. And so we tried to find as much as we could ourselves to stock the inventory um, to the point that the office at home was literally waist deep with clothing. <laughs> wow. And I was like, well, at some point, we'll clear this out and it'll just go to the store. And we had a few pre-consignment days before we opened where we just put it out on social media and said, hey, mm-hmm. we're opening. If you want to bring your things in, we're going to start consigning. And so we had a really good turnout with people coming before we even opened. Um, and so we usually just invite people. Now that we're open, we just right. invite people whenever I'm open, just come in, bring your things in. I kind of go through them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as things sell the consigner gets a portion of the sale and of whatever things sell for, and the store gets a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we quickly found that all of her research was correct, that we didn't need to worry about consigners. We have um, almost 300, and we've been open since middle the middle of July. Oh, wow. So That's a healthy source of clothes yes, to come yes. your way and accessories <laughs> and all sorts of different yes. items, I bet. It's been amazing. The the response has been Fantastic. so good, both from consigners and the people in the community. It's just been really positive. Um, we have kind of run into 
um, a point where I kind of got backlogged, Mm -hmm. which is a good problem to have, um, not complaining by any means. I just had so many consigners that came in that I couldn't keep up. And it's just me working. Um, I'm starting to get a little bit of help um, hiring a couple people here and there for a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. But up until October, it was just me. And so going through 300 consigners was a little overwhelming. (laughs) It's a lot of inventory to sort through. It's unbelievable. Yes. (laughs) And so even now, we ended up taking a pause in October to not take any more for the rest of October just so that I could try and catch Mm -hmm. up. And I think when we stopped, I had 70 consigners that I still needed to get through. And now we're pretty close to being caught up. Nice. Yes. So like I said, good problem to have. It is a good problem to have. So can you tell us a little bit about how you deal with the inventory in your store and work with your consigners? Sure. Um, So anytime somebody comes in, we put things out for 60 days that we choose. And I kind of go through absolutely everything with a fine-tooth comb for myself. It's pretty much my style or it doesn't go out, Um, which is good and bad. Maybe. I don't know. There are people who have different styles than me. But um, anything that sells, then, um, I usually try and price it around a third to a quarter of what it goes for new. So every single item that comes in, I'm searching for, and this is why it takes so long. Uh I search for the equivalent or if it's currently on, like, in stores. And then find what the retail price is and then price it according to where it would be, you know, what it would sell. And it's that fine balance of you know, making the consigner happy that I'm charging enough, but also having it low enough that someone shopping is willing to buy it. Like I think we just, we got a $900 sweater in the other day. Well, no one's planning on spending $300 on a designer sweater. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so the third, you know, formula doesn't quite work there. Um, But after anything sells, people can use use it for um, store credit or for cash back. Oh, nice. And so if they want to do store credit, it's a 50-50 split for okay. whatever the item sold for. And then if they want to do cash, it's a 40-60 split. So we, we have it a little bit. They get a little bit more if they do shop the in store. Back. Yeah. Or, in, um, or sorry, store, store credit. credit. Just to kind of encourage them to keep shopping within the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also just kind of let them do a mix of things, too. And it's not a hard, fast, you know, it has to be one or the other. That's our big thing is trying to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when we were starting, there were a lot of rules and a, different, a lot of different businesses. And so we were trying to kind of be as relaxed and flexible as we can. Um, so if sometime someone wants to do the store credit, they can. But mm-hmm. if next time they're yes. in more need of the cash, then you yes. can do cash back. And they yeah. get to kind of do what fits their needs exactly. most of the time. Yes. And I usually will do like, oh, if there's one thing you want to buy with store credit, that's totally fine. And then we'll just give you the rest in cash and nice. whenever you want to do it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then 60 days, that way, you know, you're kind of keeping that stock turned over. Yes. But I feel like that would also give your people giving you the consignment items a little yes. bit more of that deadline. And they know what to expect yes. from it as well. Because sometimes if it's just open-ended, you might not know what's going to come of that piece. And if you never hear back from the shop. Right. It's yes. kind of a big question. It is. And that was one of the issues, like the growing pains, I guess, mm-hmm. of starting. We, I was trying to email every one of our consigners and say, okay, this is – your things just went out. Here's your date of when right. you need to pick things up. And 
things were just falling through the cracks. I was getting a stack of people I needed to email, mm-hmm. and I kept putting it off to you know try and get more things done. Yeah. And I thought, I'll just write all these people later. And then they were calling because they didn't know what was going on. So we finally just invested in software that consigners can actually look up their account now online. Oh, nice. Which we've literally had it maybe a week, and okay. it is so nice. Like automatic already, you know, just at least even just for my side, right. of just knowing that every time I put something out on the floor, I don't have to email someone is such a, a lift off of my shoulders already. Because your system's taking that piece for you yes. and just sending them emails. Yes. And they can just, they can look on it and they can see their balance and what's sold and um, when they need to pick their things up. And you know, we've had several consigners who've come in and went, oh my gosh, this is so nice. And I think it just... It is really nice. Yes. I think it just kind of answers so many questions for them too and puts their mind at ease of, no, your things did not get lost. <laughs> they did not, you didn't drop them off and they disappeared. <laughs> they Yes, they are accounted for. You can check on <laughs> You can see the status and yes. where they're at. And yes. The little delight moments if something sold in the middle of the day. Go, yes. oh, hey, look. <laughs> it will, it's been amazing how much some of the consigners have made already. I mean, we've been open for, well, since July, so a little over three, four months-ish. Right. And there's one consigner who's made over $600 already. And that's, you know, the 50%. And so it's amazing just, you know, and she's come in a couple of times, mm-hmm. but I looked at her total. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so basically, yeah. if she's doing the store credit, she pretty much has a whole new wardrobe. Yes. Or close to at this point. <laughs> yes. Actually, the last time she came in and said, I'm going to take cash back, and I'm going to go buy myself a pair of fry boots. <laughs> I was like, go for it. <laughs> She's like, I looked here, but you don't have my size, so I'm going to go oh, and try. She tried. She did. <laughs> That's some fantastic dedication. I know. But, yeah, so it's been really, I think, really good for both sides. I think uh-huh. the consigners are, are doing better than I think some of them expected. And, Sounds like it. Yeah, and I'm really glad it's taking off for them as well. Well, it's a yeah. great way to do it because in most cases, you don't go to a store and get cash back for your things. Most of right. the time, you just spend money and you come home with more items and, and you where do you put them sometimes? Yes. And there's always that big question, especially with clothes. I, in my world, it's jackets. I love jackets <laughs> and vests and I don't have any room for them. Yes. So when I go to the store, I just know I'm just I don't, I'm going to bring it home, but I don't know where I'm going to put it. I don't need to look. So I to look. if I like go through and then I clean out some of the sweaters that I don't yes. wear cuz I wear my jackets instead. Yes. And then, you know, I've done that before, but there's always that trade-off. We only have so much room to put things, so it's really yes. nice to like you said, say goodbye to some things and say hello to other things. Yes. And I I'm not sure. Are you familiar with the Marie Kondo yeah. crazy movement thing? Um, I love it. By you know, don't get me wrong when I say it's the crazy movement. It's amazing. Um, but that has been unbelievably positive, I think, for I, consignment stores and thrift stores. Oh, I'm um, sure. The boom that has happened of people, you know, of just, you know, even the thrift stores saying they can't um, keep up with things mm-hmm. has been remarkable um, across the board. I think it's been pretty huge on mm-hmm. on the response to that. I agree. I've seen it just in media and talking to people I know. And yes. I know I tend to every other year or so kind of remove those things from my life that 
I just don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not using could never be as minimalist as the oh God, Marie no. Kondo 100% style, but I'm a crafter and an artist, so I would never be able to have those clean surfaces because no. <laughs> that just doesn't, those two worlds don't usually mix. No, um. <laughs> I have that office that I was telling you that was waist deep in clothing. Uh, it's probably gone to knee deep okay. at this point. We've got That's about... almost like a foot and a half of yeah. depth yes. to go through. That's impressive. Yeah. We got rid of all the summer things, but now... I've told myself we can't put anything out of like that we bought for the store until I get through all the consigners things first. Yeah. So all the winter things are still at our house. And that office is usually my sewing and craft space. And yeah. you can't even walk through it. I'm like, uh, no crafts until oh. <laughs> until everything else is done. Well you're gonna sounds like you're gonna be busy through the holidays so. anyway, so you might not have time to no. be in your craft room. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's wonderful. So how long have you been open? I think we opened July 5th. Very yes. new. Yes, very new. Very new. That's exciting. It is. It's a little terrifying. It's still kind of surreal that, mm-hmm. like, being here today. Like, I'm doing a podcast because I have a business. This is really weird <laughs> to me. <laughs> it makes it, yeah, it's real. You it have is. a business. And downtown Longmont, yes. how, what was the process of getting a store and a downtown spot? Because that's, can't imagine that's exactly easy. No. Um, our landlords were wonderful, honestly. We were very fortunate um, to get, um, we have a few there. It's a female landlord and a female owner of the building. And they've okay. just been extremely encouraging for women businesses. And like upstairs from us, I think there are, four more women-owned businesses that are upstairs from our building. Um, But they've just been very encouraging, very easy to work with, wonderful. Um, We kept looking at a couple different places, Mm -hmm. and we liked the idea and the feel of Main Street. But we thought, I don't know how, you know, if we can actually be, be supported down there, if we'll get enough business. So we were looking at other places, and Main Street just worked out in the end, and we are so glad that that's where we ended up. It's been, the community's incredible. Um, mm, the people wonderful. that live around Main Street that come in and support us and mm-hmm. just the other businesses, the small town and like the small businesses that are there, it was more than I ever expected on the encouragement that we get from each other. Oh, so yeah. you found a little community that you landed yes. in, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like it was meant to be. That was I think so. where you're supposed to be. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So... Sounds like so much has happened in even the first few months yes. of having your business open. What's coming up next? Uh, and far as like, what are some goals that you would love to see in the next year, or mm-hmm. two years? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's kind of at this point we have just really, you know, we did our projection, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and we did our business plan, and we're still trying to see how close we are to that, and we're monitoring that just as the first right. few months, and we're really just hoping and praying that it remains successful. Um, You know, we were told that most retail businesses are not profitable, um, like at least in the first six months to a year. Mm -hmm. And I tried to be really careful with our business plan doing that. And we've been okay from the start, which is good. We've been positive from the start. And I just want to see it continue to do that. I think what I'd really like to see, we don't have any idea, like any plans to franchise or expand. Right. It's more just 
um, getting better at what we're doing, make it a smoother process, mm-hmm. and be able to get involved in the community more. We want to, like, you know, with doing the donations, but then also we've looked at doing, um, oh, like some of the prom like the you oh, know where yeah. you can gather, help kids get ready for the yes, prom, like dresses mm-hmm. and suits and things, and have that option for kids that because it's so expensive and just it is yes, and just do different things like that in the community. Um, we just found out we were um, nominated as a the um, new emerging emerging business with the Chamber of Commerce. Oh, Fingers congratulations. crossed that, that actually happens. It's just nomination. It's but still that was, a big deal. I was shocked. I was really excited. So I'm hoping that that's a good sign that people like us being here and that we can mm-hmm. return that in some way. Well, I definitely think it's yeah. a sign that people are noticing and seeing the business and know mm-hmm. what Aloha Trading Company is. Yes. And you're making a mark. Trying to. <laughs> Growing slowly but surely. And I have to say, I've seen the adorable logo stickers with that great little elephant come through. You said your husband is a graphic designer, so Mm -hmm. I'm guessing he has some magic behind that. Is there a story behind the elephant? (laughs) Like, is it a favorite animal or? I know, it sounds very odd. Um, I do love elephants. I'm not really sure why. Um, I think 18 years ago, my husband. And I, when we had our first Christmas together, he bought me a stuffed animal that was an elephant, and I've just kind of loved them mm-hmm. ever since. So we have like elephant photos in our house, and you know various things. So the elephant has been, you know, very much just a favorite animal. And then we just put it on a surfboard just to kind of be goofy. And if you, when you're in the store, you'll see we have a lot of artwork up uh-huh. that my husband did, and nice. it's like an octopus wearing shoes or. Um, a puffer fish with headphones, you know, just goofy things. We wanted I love it. it. <laughs> yeah, we just wanted it to be kind of fun, chill, laid uh-huh. back, um, and just a lighthearted space. Um, we've been really fortunate. Mark's an amazing designer. Um, and like I said, his the conceptual side that he does mm-hmm. is always remarkable. He does all of our social media, which I've been so fortunate because I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so good at it. Um, Got a good balance going. Yes. Like, I'll do the customer service. You do all the social media, and we're good. <laughs> we're a good team. Yes. And so we ended up getting our stickers with um, our surfing elephant. Um, and people love them. They're we always adorable. Yes. Then they went so fast. Our first batch was gone. Like, we just had them out on the counter. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, is this a sticker? I love stickers. And so they would take them. And we've heard about them. Um, of course, being on water bottles, that seems yeah. to be like the most common. I actually had a woman who came up from Lafayette, and she said, I was really excited because one of my students opened her computer, and she had your sticker on the front of her computer. And I thought, wow, all the way in Lafayette. We're, Stickers this out This is the good, wild. yes. So they're expanding. They're going different places. They do travel like that. Yes. So we're trying to decide with our next batch if we'll keep the elephant or if we're going to do something different. I don't know. There's so many different things you could do. Yes. I mean, the elephant on a surfboard would make an adorable sticker just cut to a custom <laughs> shape, too. It's a great concept. No, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> we do, too. So holiday season yes. is coming up. What? How, are you getting busy? Are you going to do any fun events or just keep your doors open and yes. hope to help everyone find some amazing gifts? We're hoping to um, – downtown has 
just so much planned. It's amazing. And honestly, it's just trying to keep up with, yep. you know, making sure we know what they're doing and keeping up on all of the activities that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to get, like, ready, you know, just have everything ready so I can focus on just being there for people. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we're also looking at bringing in some things that are more like stocking stuffer type because I thought people who are shopping for themselves at Christmas mm-hmm. may have someone that necessarily they don't want to buy secondhand necessarily for their brother or mm-hmm. for their boyfriend or, you know, something, someone who they may not know, you know, that they'd be comfortable with. So we're trying to get yeah. some of those things, um, mostly local like um, we have like a soap, a local soap company that um, is also from Longmont that nice. we're wanting to carry their things and um, trying to keep it other local companies for the most part. I'm um, okay. just trying to support some of that. Um, Bringing a few local craftspeople yes. into the mix with some of the things that they're creating, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. And so we're trying to have those options of a couple new things <laughs> mixed in with the second hand as well. Uh, yeah, sounds like a good blend of stuff. Yes. Right now, our big focus is what are we doing with those windows? We have massive windows, and we have no idea how oh. to decorate them. <laughs> Window displays, can, they can be their own epic project on their own. I... Yes. <laughs> That's another thing I've just left for my husband. I'm like, you're really good at this. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe come up with a theme for yes. the Christmas window, perhaps. Maybe, yes. <laughs> One of the stores I worked at had giant windows like that and it was always an epic adventure but trying to theme it for the downtown events so yes more power to you I'm sure you'll find some fun things to put in there and put some of that great inventory that you've got and that can just make the window for you (laughs) hopefully (laughs) it's amazing how much just having your items up there with a little bit of tinsel and put some snowy frost on the windows there you go Put a tree in the back, little sparkle lights. We'll be good. Exactly. <laughs> Love the twinkle lights. <laughs> oh, well, it has been so amazing to chat with you today. Yeah, it's been nice talking with um, you. It sounds like you've got some amazing things that people are going to need to go find and going to want to know how to find you. So can you do a quick shout out for us? Sure. Your website <laughs> and your social media handles and sure. tell people how to find you. All right. Um, our physical location is 356 Main Street. We are just north of the Dickens and just south of um, Samples. That's okay. usually kind of like the easiest landmark for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, oh, and also if you're going through the back alley, uh, we have a gorgeous painting on the back of our building that um, downtown Longmont had a grant and has had different artists doing uh-huh. work in that alley area. So we have a beautiful painting um, that someone did. It's So that's another way to find us. Wonderful. Uh, um, our web address is alohatrading.co. Okay. No M, not .com. Um, and Instagram is at Aloha Longmont. So you can find us there, and you can always call us for, I think our phone number is online as well. And feel free to stop in anytime that you guys are downtown. Wonderful. Yes. Well, for everyone that wants to go find some unique gifts or just find something fun for yourself, be sure to find your way down to Aloha Trading Company. Thank you. Thank you. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. 
If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customer sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to stickergiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon podcast to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic. Thank you.